salmon broth like things. Hey, Sam. Whoa, welcome to Sam and Ross Like Things. Uh, This is the show where I'm Sam. And I'm Ross. And we talk about things that we like with zero, no hedging. No hedging. We're back. We like things. No hedging. We're back. We like things. This is episode 77, divisible by 11. Sam, is this a true... I mean, I know all the episodes are are one fortnight apart from each other, Um, but is is this also an actual fortnight? Um, not sure. I'm not allowed to, to see Fortnite's on my Apple devices anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a good joke, Sam. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't that? No. I think it, I think it's, it's been a Fortnite. Do you ever have this need, Sam, when, like, let's say you're on a social media platform and someone makes a good uh-huh. joke, like you just did, yeah. and you heart it, but then you want to, you want to be like, no, it's like, it's like, LOL escalation. Do you have this phenomenon where like we used to be like haha and then we'd be like ha 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 and then we were like LOL but now it's like no like I'm literally LOL like I'm laughing out loud like I have to <laughs> convey to you that like your joke was good. This is not just like a, a heart in passing. It was like a good joke. So now I find myself hearting and then replying <laughs> replying to people with that was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always nice that someone takes the time. I don't think yeah. that will ever not be appreciated. Okay. Um, but you are talking like the deflation of likes and hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LOLs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm into LOL territory where I have to convey to people that I'm literally laughing out loud. Do you ever LOL when you aren't LOL? Or do you keep it pure? I'm trying to keep it pure because like what's what's next? Like what are we even left to do? <laughs> Two literallys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh, friend of the show, pal Susan, and I have a thing where we say I A L, which is which comes from this, and and that stands for I am laughing, <laughs> <laughs> not just misspelled Ian, <laughs> right? And so it's not you know it's it's to again convey that like no no I'm actually laughing here. I think um, we have the technology. You could just uh, record yourself laughing. <laughs> and attach oh. that. How, that's so aggressive. If someone said something to you and and, and you like yeah, sent right. back like an audio, ha, like ha, ha. something a serial killer would do, <laughs> a Batman yes. villain. Ah, uh, anyway, Sam. Hey, what's up? Hey, what is up? I don't know. COVID times still still in the garage. Still Got in the garage. Cable. Got a new cable. Um, I'm still in my house. I don't. I think the top of the show is follow up zone but i'm not sure we had any do we have any nah not that i'm aware of we didn't make any glaring errors that anyone told us about last time <laughs> people are still remembering how to listen to the show right so do you want to do some stuff all that people like stop sam it's a good list yeah is it a long list you know, it's a medium-sized list. Medium, yeah. I wouldn't say but long. We don't want we don't we want the lists to mean something. We don't want a like literally long list. <laughs> it, it's it's the this is a high quality list. Excellent. And I will begin. 
So Susan likes sitting that's in the- That's my mom. Sh- that's your mom. Okay, because there's a few Susans. I didn't know. Um, Susan likes sitting in the shade of my screened porch, even or maybe especially when it's blazing hot. I like it even better with a tall glass of iced tea that is mostly ice, terry cloth glass cozy, optional, and playing spelling bee word game in hopes of getting official verification that I've found every word possible. It has only happened Dang. once, but each day brings new hope. Okay, I want to unpack a little bit. Sure. I don't know what spelling bee word game is. Okay, so as part of the New York Times games section, such that like you would get it with your crossword subscription, there's this game called spelling bee where there are six or seven letters around a central letter and you have to make as many words as you can using all the letter or using the letters every everyone has to be at least four letters long and you have to use the middle letter on everything do you have to use it in the middle or can it be like the beginning no 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 you can you can do you can use the letters in any order but the middle letter has to be in it uh, I, I I play this game sometimes um, because you can only do it one per once per New York Times account. Uh, this the spelling bee game, <laughs> spelling bee, the spelling bee game has been uh, claimed by my spouse, and so she gets to do it. Mm, and okay, and you're over there crosswording. I'm over there crosswording. Um, but so you can get what every day the pangram, which uses all the letters, and that's and then there are tiers like you're awesome or like genius or like just okay like and it scales up based on how many points you get Uh, but i didn't realize that there was this official verification of having found every word i've never done that i've never seen that i didn't know you could do that my mom is pretty great would it tell me can you just like put into like give me an order of magnitude of how many every possible word would be like it was it like 50 um yeah i would say yeah in that range because there aren't that many letters well that sounds fun that sounds more appealing to me than crosswords which i'm still i can't i can't like my heart can't get into crosswords i feel i feel attacked by crosswords but that sounds fun spelling bee um i don't really have any other thoughts on screen porch other than i love screen porches and i do like to sweaty sit on a screen porch sometimes i am envious because my mom has a uh, screened screen porch we just have a porch with uh, the jealousy windows that open and close and only one of them had screen only one set of those had screens left but when we bought the house and of course we haven't replaced them because mm-hmm. we don't know how and so in order to get the airflow you have to have some exposure to bugs and yeah no good no good that's not but uh, fully screened it's like eat that mosquitoes i mean or don't eat it because you can't get in ha 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 <laughs> Sorry, I just said I got I got to send you a recording of me laughing. One second, Sam. Um, <laughs> Sam, I think we should. I'm gonna put on my list for like four or five years from now to see if screening in your porch is a garbage can wheel that you come back to at some point. <laughs> that's a major project. <laughs> yeah, that's like two garbage can wheels, not just one garbage can wheel. <laughs> All right, continuing. Laura, like, oh man, look, look, we're back. Laura, likes patios. Yeah, that's my my daughter, Lorelai. We're talking about getting uh, a patio put in in our backyard. And so we've, we, I say we, mostly my wife and, and Lorelai have been out there um, with string and laying out like mock furniture. Your family loves sitting outside. Uh, we have come to love sitting outside in COVID times. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
Uh, Emmy likes her friend. Yeah. That's great. I am I am excited for people to continue friendships in the COVID times, Sam. Yes. Uh, Kat likes Ring Fit. That's my social- wife. So <laughs> Ring Fit and socially distant group exercise. Is Ring Fit like um, a thing that, you know, the bike that you get on? and ride it with other people on the internet? Is that is this in the no. same genre? So, so these are two different things. Ring Fit is the, uh, is the successor to Wii Fit. So it is oh, a... Oh, 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 okay. It is a circle you use with your Nintendo Switch and the Switch controllers, and it, like, you, you, like, turn it, and you run, and you, like, do ab crunches and stuff to fight bad guys on the screen. Okay, okay, got it. Um, and then socially distant group exercise is... Just that in the in our neighborhood, there's a group of people who socially distance distantly exercise outside. Uh, I think once a week, maybe maybe more often. That's cool. I imagine like everyone getting in their front yard and doing the same thing in like a weird. Uh, Edward I think they get a little bit closer than that, but okay. Yeah, it's not like uh, <laughs> the scene in A Wrinkle in Time where <laughs> everyone comes out of their house in unison. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was picturing. Uh, Plofmaster likes, wait, Plofmaster says, I have returned to the joy of Lego. He really likes putting together some of the more advanced kits and creating weird abstract contraptions when I play with my kids. Cool. I would love to see advanced kits. I have also interest in really advanced, like unnecessarily hard uh, building challenges. I'm into that. Okay. Okay. JR and I made this Titanic one time that wasn't Lego. It was something else. But like the pieces were very tiny, like each one by one was about a fourth of the size of a Lego one by one. Whoa. Yeah. So I, that was super appealing to me. JR didn't enjoy it as much, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just really enjoyed frustratingly small <laughs> puzzle piece challenge. Do you, uh, ha- is it, are you obligated to destroy the Titanic once it's built? Uh, Sam, the Titanic sits upon one of our pieces of furniture downstairs because it will never be destroyed. <laughs> you call it the Berg. <laughs> yes. Uh, Julie likes peaches and the seasonality of fruit. Mm-hmm. We been we got a melon today from our our, our uh, veggie fruit delivery. That's awesome. What kind? What's that? Well, listen, I'm not gonna yuck I think your it's yum. Cantaloupe. Orange is that orange on the inside? I believe so. Okay, we're growing musk melons in the garden, which musk. are like yeah, a think, honeydew. No, it's a, like a cantaloupe. I think it's orange on the inside. I think musk melon might be the larger category from which cantaloupe com- comes from, maybe. Um, but I think this is this point from Julie is good. Like we were, we always like get apples on like every once in a while when it's not apple yeah. season, and like out of season apples are gross. Just like out of season, everything is gross. They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. But they aren't as good as like an in-season peach. No, it's or an peach in-season time, right? apple. Yeah, totally. Like it, it's peach time right now. We got them in our fruit bowl downstairs, and it has made lunchtime wonderful. Nectarines. Yeah. Jason likes the ocean and all its terrifying opaqueness. Whoa. Whoa. I do. Do you, what do you think about the ocean, Sam? What, what do you think about your body being in the ocean? I've gotten, <laughs> I mean, it feels good when you're mm-hmm. there um, and you're, you just ignore the fact that there could be fish 
near you at any time. Yeah. You just have to turn that part of your brain off. What's down there? Uh, I don't, I, I, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm enjoying the ocean. <laughs> Who even knows? Uh, Val, like. <laughs> it's impossible. Nothing could be in this ocean. Just you. Just me. Val likes getting surprise gifts in the mail. My dear friend Ruth Ann sent me a book out of the blue, and it made me so happy, she says. Aw. Steve likes every second of Schitt's Creek, but especially the last season. Best show ever. David. (laughs) I agree. That show was heartwarming. Yeah, I love how it it started out like, oh, we're going to just see these people be mean. Uh, for for the entire show, but they like legitimately like like people like there's they I, I like shows where you root for people. Yeah, it turns out they're all like likable and good and love each other as a family. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that too. Uh, Ross K likes one experimenting with scones, chocolate chip, rosemary, and feta. I, I, assume, I assume those, those are, are three different. <laughs> yeah, scones. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's two different scones, or at least two. It, yeah, yeah. It's chocolate chip. And rosemary and feta. Uh, I like scones or biscuits, right? Is that right? No, I mean they're they're denser than a biscuit. Biscuits are like fluffier. Okay, I don't have a lot of scone experiments or experience or experiments. I guess uh, look look them, look them up. They're they're like like dense. They're the dense biscuits. Like each bite is like two hundred calories. That's like a it's like a British thing, right? Uh, yeah, British people. <laughs> that's all i have to say about that um number two working on crossword puzzles with my wife that's a thing you like sam i do yeah <laughs> that's great and then number three umbrella academy oh yeah the new uh new season just came out yeah i just watched it last week i enjoy that show i haven't watched it yet we just started watching it with emmy who's 13 and she really likes uh klaus uh klaus is great yeah <clears throat> did you read the comics those are pretty good too I think I've read the first couple issues, but I haven't like read read them. I think they're all on uh, the Comixology Unlimited deal, so you could pay five bucks, read them all, and then turn off the subscription. And I'm sure the public library has it. I was just gonna say, I think it's on Hoopla. I think it's like oh really featured on the Hoopla screen. Then uh, I will I will hit that Hoopla. Hit the Hoopla. That, that's their slogan. <laughs> could could use some work. They can have that uh, for free. <laughs> all it's worth mike likes family bike rides i love like family those bike don't you? oh gosh it's like my favorite thing and it's you know not everyone loves bikes so it's 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 i appreciate it greatly when it happens mm-hmm. john likes automobiles i like how these two things are are uh compare and contrasted within the order of the list here sam did you do this on purpose, or was this just how it happened? No, that's just a roll of the dice. Yeah, roll of the I, dice. I, en- I enjoy aspects of automobiles. Uh, tell me I more. Appreciate people who like them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, go on. What do you mean? Like I don't know. I like drive. I like the things about cars everybody else likes. Right? Like it's fun to drive them at times. It's like nice to have the windows open. You get to places quicker. Uh, you can listen to music. Like. It is a good form of transportation. Does that mean we should build our society around it? No, but it is a useful and can be fun thing. Dude, it's interesting to me how like um, for me, when I am when my mind is full, I love going on a bike ride to empty my mind. Mm-hmm. And for my wife, Valerie, she loves like a good alone drive, which 
for me personally, like fills me with anxiety, but for her, it fills her with mind emptiness. And I think that's interesting. And I'm glad that's available for her to do. Yeah. Christopher likes camping. Hmm. I love camping. Yeah. I wish I wish we were in the before times so I could go camping with my pals. Yeah. Have you done any backyard camping? No, because like, I don't know, it seems like a lot of work for a little payoff, you know? Okay. I'm into it, but I just haven't done it. Maybe sure. maybe me and Val should go backyard camping and leave the child inside the house. That would be interesting. Yeah. You know, just trying to get away. Get away from it all. Uh, past tense likes cream soda. Dang, I forgot about cream soda. Cream soda. Me too. Good. What flavor is cream soda? It's cream soda flavored. <laughs> is that really like? Is it its own standalone flavor? Um, I don't know, but I if if somebody said cream soda, I would know that flavor. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's like cream of anything. That'd be gross. <laughs> cream of soda. Cream of soda. <laughs> it's got to be a flavor. I I'm I want some follow up on this to know what flavor is cream soda because i'm with you i can taste it precisely in my mind mm-hmm. but i I wouldn't be able to tell it's like a vanilla ish it's in the vanilla corner of the four quadrant thing i would think what what's in the four fourth what are the other three quad, quadrants well you got your vanilla you got your lemon you got uh-huh. your bitter what's a good like a bit like a bitter down it's just bitters in the one corner and then on the other one sure. is probably like uh bread Bread. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd say that it's 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 in the uh, vanilla. It's in the vanilla quadrant. Uh, yeah. Maybe a little close to bread. <laughs> Wait, what's the opposite of what's the opposite of vanilla? Like, where are the quadrants in relation to one another? Um, in in my mind, it was going from top right around. Okay. In the standard right. zero. Interesting start. What zero to three sixty? This is what we do in the in the in the graph in the math yeah. in the math. Um, lemon, cream soda, bitters, bread. Oh, because I'd say vanilla and bread are are kind of close. Like I would put I put vanilla in pancakes. Okay, I can see that. So maybe flip bitters. But maybe that's and, like and bread. maybe that's a that that's just the the way that complementary colors like mm-hmm. work too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get some good follow up. Please. Uh, Daniel likes Sam's harmless deception of younglings. Yeah, Daniel tweeted a link to our last episode where I talked about the music truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Hey, listen, they got to learn about the world somehow. Mm-hmm. Rule number one, daddy lies. Yeah. Ted likes shirts with snaps instead of buttons. Huh. I had one of these once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't anymore. But it was nice because you can do a you can do a magic mic situation, and just. How often does that that come up? Well, when you have a shirt with snaps instead of buttons, more than you might think. <laughs> you find situations, <laughs> yeah, hey guys. Yeah. Bet you won't. Bet you I won't take my shirt off. <laughs> uh, Scott likes the Criterion Channel, okay. which is something I've always wanted to subscribe to, but have never done it. It seems like, like it would the be collection. Yeah, but as like a streaming thing. When I was younger, I got it confused with uh, Michael Crichton. <laughs> I thought it was just a, like Jurassic Whoa. Park. Whoa, Crichton Channel also worth subscribing to. The Abyss. Yeah, I was trying to think of, like the guy, the Sphere. Did that become a movie? The Sphere. Did they make a movie out of that? Probably. Yes. Uh, and then finally, Steve likes turtles. I like turtles. Turtles are cute. Yeah. I think if you eat them, you get real sick, but. Um, 
They're cool. I to like watch. them in Minecraft. They're in Minecraft. <sighs> you, you're so far behind on Minecraft, man. Listen, yeah, you know what? I have a a child who bogarts the entirety of our video gaming capacity. I guess I could put it on my iPad, right, and play and play oh, Minecraft. That's how over I play there. it. I play with my kid. She's on the Switch. And you play on your iPad. Mm-hmm. And we just uh, set up a realm at least for a month because you get a month free. So if y'all want to, if you want to join our realm, okay. I think I might still pay for a realm because they were when anyway. Yeah, Crin. Um, all right, here we are, Sam. That was a good list, I thought. It's a great list. Uh, Ross, this is the point in the show where we talk about the money stuff. Money stuff. Uh, money stuff. So we've got a Patreon. Uh, it's mm-hmm. where you can give money to us. Not you, Ross. You, the listener, can give money I to could, us. I could if I wanted to. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you're not gonna. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pledge per episode we release. We release uh, once every fortnight, so that's... Uh, 26 times a year um and you can help uh, defray the cost of the show for us it costs uh, you know 100 bucks or so for hosting um then we buy microphones sometimes or cables uh and we appreciate your help it really uh really uh, makes it uh, easier to do the show we do it anyway but uh you you all make it easier so check it out it's at salmonrosslikemoney.com sam that was great you did a good job I appreciate it. I like that you said that to me instead of just giving me a heart. I was just going to say, see, look, I said it right to you. And always appreciated. Um, I have, I do have a question though, Sam. If, mm. What do you think our next hardware purchase is for this show? Is it newer microphones? Do we need more cables? Like, what do we need? Um, you know, we're probably okay for a while. <laughs> we got <laughs> microphones. We got cables. Uh, I guess if Ferrite update as a paid update. Okay, that makes sense. Um, what oh, about they um, also the they they fund the PO box, which oh, um, yeah. in these times, the PO box prices have gone up because the post office isn't allowed to raise prices on stamps, but they're allowed mm-hmm. to raise prices on the other services. Um, so your contributions have paid for the PO box as well. So that's great. Cool. Well, I'm I'm maybe like a maybe I need like a boom. Mic boom, boom, boom Do you arm. Need it? I, I don't know. If you need it, we can put it in the budget, man. Listen, I'm trying to milk these Patreons for all they're worth. <laughs> we could buy literal milk. We could just have a <laughs> glass of milk, <laughs> cream soda. Okay. Ooh. Sam, yes. it is episode 77, and I have uh-huh. updated the note as we've been really? talking. Really? Yeah. And today, you put me on the next. So that I go. I won't ever get confused now. Yeah, see? It's an easy system. We'll just follow the notes of Sam. It is your turn to go first. And on this, the 77th episode, you like Hollow Knight. <sighs> Hollow Knight. It's so good. It's so what good. Is it's Hollow a video Knight? game. It's a, it's a video game. Uh, I play it on Switch, but it's on on basically all the things. You could get it on Steam or PlayStation or Xbox or Switch. And it's down. it's a downloadable game. I think I paid like $15 for it. Um, and it is the epitome. Are you familiar with the Metroidvania style game? Yeah, big time. Yeah, so it's a portmanteau of Metroid and uh, Castlevania. Uh, I, of course, I, I'm more on the Metroid side of the house, I, Metroid, Super Metroid, where you start out the game and it's basically you by yourself in an environment and there are items to find and doors to get through 
and involves a certain amount of backtracking. But basically, you are alone in the world and you have to explore and find things in your path through the game. It's not a linear progression. Mm-hmm. And Hollow Knight is the best one of those ever made. Whoa. High praise. It's amazing. It's amazing. So you are uh, the knight, the genderless knight. And you're this are you cute hollow? little book. Uh, you are you are not the Hollow Knight. Uh, oh, spoilers! Twist. Uh, and you are this little bug thing who has uh, a nail as your weapon. It kind of looks like a lance. And you go through this bug town and the, <laughs> this basically this bug kingdom, and figure out what's going on. And it kind of drops you in a little bit um, over your head, but not so much. Uh, that that'll vary for different people. But knowing you're going into a Metroidvania style game. Uh, certainly helps and it does the the great thing where like you start the game and there's a fairly linear path while you learn how to play it um, and then almost almost uh, at the right spot you get an item and the world opens up and you can go pretty much anywhere uh, and you're always rewarded for exploring like if you're the type of person who plays a game as like I have to, I have to whack my nail against every wall to see if it's a fake wall, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this game's for you because it almost always will reward you going out of your way to see what's over there, right? That's awesome. I love that feeling. Or to be specific, I love the feeling of being rewarded for going over there. Yeah, and sometimes it's uh, it's an interesting bit of lore. Like you learn more of the game's story. Sometimes it's a a super powerful item. Sometimes you stumble onto an optional boss room that you don't know is optional because you first time through the game, but suddenly you're in a boss room and you're like, oh, and they do an amazing thing with the map. So in like the Metroid game, uh, what would happen is you follow, basically as you go uh, in Super Metroid, you get a map. So it kind of draws as you go to each room and there are map stations where you can Uh, get a portion of the map shown to you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, In Hollow Knight, they kind of give you the best of both worlds of having a map and also blind exploration, that there are, like, areas. And once you get into a new area, you don't have a map for it, and you can't record your progress. So you have to make a mental map of it. And then once you find Coriander, who's this this, uh, mosquito-like bug... uh, He's the map maker, and he will sell you one of his maps for some geo. Geo's the money. And once you do that, he fills in your map a little bit for the area, but it also allows you to start filling in the map yourself. So, mm. like, you get to a new area, and you're like, you hit the little uh, the trigger button that says, show me my map. It's like, you do not have a map for this area. And you're like, ah! And so you try to find Coriander, and you have to have the volume turned up because he makes a little singing song when, like, he sings. And when you're in his room, you hear it. And they're like little strewn pieces of map paper, like in a little path to him. Once you find those little pieces of paper, you're like, oh, Coriander's nearby. I can get the map. But then, Ross, then you don't, the, your map doesn't update automatically. Like there are these save points called benches. You have to sit on the bench and save. And then you have the time to update your map. Oh, that's it clever. doesn't update as you go. And, and it's great. Um, and it can be brutally hard, but in the right kind of way. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, is this a, is this like a, 
you better have thumbs of steel to play this game or like what's the difficulty for to give you a sense i have not been willing to do the grinding of the final boss required to beat the final boss Mm -hmm. Uh, but it is forgiving to the point you are going to your character is going to die and there are consequences to that in that you might have to you know you have to go back to get your shadow to get all your money back. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, there's going to be a bench near a thing that will cause you to die. So I love, I love that we've, we've become, or video game makers have become so much more empathetic than when right. we first started playing games <laughs> like this. Like, like it's, oh, three lives, you're done. Start yeah, and then game. it's like, well, I never want to play this again. This is awful. Um, so it seems like you're at least given a, there's consequence, but also not dire consequence. There are consequences, and it's cl- normally close enough that if you, like with the final boss, like I wouldn't have to like go through like an entire stage in order to get a chance to fight the final boss, right? Like Looking at you, Final I Fantasy could, 3. Right. <laughs> I could just fight the fight the boss over and over again until I figure out all the patterns. And it's, and it's, none of it's like cheap, like... You're going to do a lot of trial and error, but eventually the the things behave in somewhat pre- predictable ways. So yes, it is hard, but it is a good I found it a good kind of hard. What's the um what's the vibe? Like I know you said bugs, but is it like creepy bugs? What's the Oh no, 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 it's all cute. It's super cute. Like every all the art is like you would want to read or watch a cartoon of this world. It's cartoony. That sounds great. There are I mean there are like creepy like creepy bug monsters but they're drawn in a cartoony style how long has how long like you said you were at the final boss what kind of commitment is this uh the first time i went through and did like all the things and then got to the final boss like 40 hours whoa um but i then i got to the final boss and then i um said i'm just gonna start over from the from the beginning because this game is so much fun and that took me like 20 hours to get to the boss again so you have never beaten the final boss ever? I haven't. No, I'm going to get back to it. Whoa. Are you... Uh, I, this it's happens just, to it's me... It's just I know what it would take. It would take me sort of grinding on it for an hour or two, right? And then mm-hmm. I would eventually do it. But I just don't want to do that right now. I'd rather just go start the game over and explore again with more con- like more context. Because you pick up the story as you go. It's not like spoon-fed to you. That's fascinating. Do you have a feeling, I get this with Zelda games where I often will put off the final battle because I don't want it to be over? Um, yeah, there's not so much that because there is a lot of replay value to it because it's just fun. Even like just the mechanics of like nail bouncing or like killing the enemies or doing the bot, different bot, boss battles are just fun. Uh, but I'm mostly putting it off because of the work I know it'll take, not that suddenly I won't be able to play the game anymore. Did you get into internet stuff? Like, are you, like, watching, like, speedruns and on subreddits or anything like that? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> you know what my clue was? What? <laughs> you said nail bounce, which sounded like a name for a thing that is on the internet. Like, ah, uh, here's your it top, is, but top it's 10 a, it's tips for nail bounce. It is. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway try out hollow knight it's cheap you won't regret it get ready there's a sequel coming out soon uh, where one of the characters from the first game gets her own 
title. It's called Hollow Knight Silk Song, and you play as Hornet. Cool. It sounds like, you know, 15 bucks and you've put in 60 hours so far. Like, that's a good yeah, return on investment more. right there. Like, my kid asked me when I'm playing the Switch, what are you playing? And I'm just like, I'm playing Hollow Knight. Like, <laughs> there's no other answer. We've talked about this before, but my kid plays Fortnite continually on the Nintendo Switch. And, like, stuff like Hollow Knight just keeps drawing me towards me buying my own Nintendo Switch Lite so I can have my own time with video games. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Okay. Great work, Sam. Thanks, Ross. Ross, um, it is your turn to go. Mm-hmm. And I am intrigued because you wouldn't normally think of this being a thing that, that someone likes. Uh, you like chore hour. I do chore like chore hour. chore hour. So what there's is a chore pan- hour? Yeah, there's a there's a pandemic on, Sam. Um I can send you some links if you'd like to learn more, but Please. <laughs> but uh, my day ha- my day since since early on in the pandemic times, my day has been structured with like a block of time in the very early morning where I write my good morning RVA email, mm-hmm. and then a block of time in the later morning where I like do work and stuff, and then about an hour and a half in the middle of the day where I do chores. And that like, and then I do work after that, uh, and then ride bikes and drink beers and stuff like that. But the middle hour there around lunchtime where I do chores is so dang fulfilling. I don't know what it is, I, yeah. but I, I like really look forward to it every, every day doing chores. What what in the world? I'm an old person, uh, and yeah. it's great. I know that I get to you. The feeling like you've accomplished something tangible yes. in the world. Okay, thank you, Sam. Like, I have a Trello board that is called Catro Stuff, and it's where we do project management sort of things for our family. And because I'm who I am, I've set up an automation on the Trello board that every day creates a new card that says chores with a date. And in that is a checklist of all the chores that I want to get done. So every day, every day, it's like you can, like going back to what you said, something accomplishing something tangible. Every day, I've got this list, and it feels so good to do the things and check them off. And then when you've got them all checked off, your like life is more ordered than it was before. That must feel great. What are what's on the checklist? What what's a chore? And do you, all right, we'll start. What's on the list? So the list is unload the dishwasher. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not Ross's work. That's not Ross work. That's Charlie work. <laughs> it is Charlie work. And so you, half of this list is for JR and half of the oh, okay. list is for me. And this is another great thing, a tangent about chore hour, is that JR is obviously like doing Fortnite or whatever. But at this hour, I like open the basement door and I say, chore time. And then he comes up and we like have an hour where we hang out and do chores, which I also love. Wow. No grumbles? Um, well, there are grumbles occasionally, but it's become such like a routine that there, there's like it's expected. So there's not really a whole lot of unexpected oh, that's great. grumbling. Right, um, so, so, so yeah. on the checklist are Ross and JR tasks. Yeah, unload the dishwasher, which is a JR task, and then load the dishwasher, which is my task. Straighten up the basement and straighten up JR's bedroom, which are his tasks. Take out the trash, take out the recycle. Tend the garden, which I do while I'm out there taking the trash out. Do a load of laundry, fold a load of laundry, and then make everyone lunch. That's a good list. 
Yeah, and like I'll try to like clean up the as as uh, Marie Kondo says, like your horizontal surfaces or your surfaces that are parallel to the ground. Like try to clean those up so there's not just stuff sitting on your like counters and tables and things. And yeah. uh, it's nice because in the before times, everyone was super busy, and you could, and like at least I could kind of feel the like accumulation of cruft in the household. Yeah, and now like there's an hour every day where we like dismantle the cruft, and so. It makes me feel less. This is this is weird. I'm not a hedge, but like I f- I would feel bad about leaving stuff around because I know that like I wasn't gonna put it away for several several days, right? Yeah. Uh, and so now you can just like put your mail on the on the table or whatever because you know tomorrow you're gonna put it away. Yeah, Ross. Tomorrow we'll deal with it. So there's yes. no guilt. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. That that's great. So do you ever how um we all have moods. Have you, do you ever take days off? Yeah, and sometimes like work will intervene and stuff won't get done. But um, sometimes work will do the opposite of intervene, and I'll like really get it in the garden, or I'll do two loads of laundry, or whatever. Whoa! Yeah, it's a lot of laundry. Laundry, laundry is um, is uh, infinite, and yes. a good a good opportunity. Folding laundry, although. Takes a lot of time, but also great to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or watch a show. Or watch a show. You know, whatever. So I don't know. It's it's nice. I wouldn't have expected that I enjoy doing chores, but I do enjoy checklists and order <laughs> and podcasts. So it's like kind of custom yeah. built. So uh do you ever change it up? Are there things that like only show up every few days? I noticed take out the trash. That's not an everyday task in our household. It might be in yours. It well, so Sam, you know you know this about from OmniFocus life. Sometimes it's great just to check a thing off like immediately. Uh-huh. You just feel good. So like every day I get to te- check off, take out the trash regardless of whether it needs to be taken off. And those days are great cuz like boom boom boom, I've already done three things and I just got down here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and honestly, and like the garden stuff too, like it's been nice having, like maybe we should do a show sometime about like things we like about the pandemic, but like it is, I've never been able to be more involved in our garden than now because I have like time every day to go out there and like look at stuff and do things. And it's not far, right? And you might actually see it in passing. Yeah, Exactly. So that stuff like wasn't really an option pre-pandemic and I will whenever pandemic ends if whatever ends or if this is maybe just the way life will be for a while like I will miss the ability to do this part I think. Yeah, I agree. There are um <laughs> there are aspects of being home all the time that my introvert self enjoys greatly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I and the not having a choice is you know, is there are aspects of it that make those guilty feelings go away of like, oh, I don't have to worry that we aren't exposing ourselves to culture because we aren't exposing ourselves to COVID. Right. right. Yeah. So that's a chore hour. I'd love, I'd love, um, I would actually love to hear from folks if they have found similar, uh, I don't know if domestic is the right word, but like similar, I guess it is, right? Like similar like household yeah tasks to be fulfilling or reinvigorating or something in the in the now times yeah uh just uh, so you're aware that i was informed by cat before the show she asked oh what is ross like this time and i said chore hour and she's like oh we should do one of those so 
<laughs> it's already spreading. And I yeah, I, I've got I've got I've certainly got my daily chores, but it being a concerted family effort um might make it a little bit more um uh more together time as opposed to not. Yeah, and like we didn't talk about it very much, but like make lunch is one of my tasks for everyone and like Oh yeah, is that your reward? That is, is the lunch? For me, definitely. And like, you know, I love lunch. Like I love food burritos. I love just like I am so good at lunch and making lunch for other people in my family feels so good to me and it fulfills physical needs for my family who may or may not forget to eat if I didn't make them eat. So like that ending the chore hour with lunch is like such a nice, like a nice way to finish out that block of time. Awesome. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, no problem, man. Let's do some quick hits. Okay, Sam, I'm going to let you say your quick hit out loud because I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gochujang, I think. It's Korean fermented, I think it's uh, bean, it's some sort of paste that's okay. a spicy paste. Paste pants? And, what? <laughs> paste pants. <laughs> paste pants? That's a friend's joke. That's a friend's joke. <laughs> I don't know the friend's joke. Anyway, um, so it's the spicy paste that even says on the jar you should mix me with things mix me with ketchup mix me with uh mayonnaise and so i've started doing that and so my sandwich or sandwich components that i eat every day used to be not so spicy but now i just mix a little of this red sauce and some dukes and oh my goodness chef kiss it is so good (laughs) so tell me what it what what goes what goes best with your new mayonnaise infused mayonnaise? Like, is this like a, a ham and cheese? Like, what are you what are you putting it on? Uh, it would be like tofurkey slices, Swiss cheese. So basically, a ham and cheese equivalent or turkey and cheese equivalent sandwich. Nice. Last night I had it had a hot dog, and I put on the uh, the veggie dog the uh, the sauce, and that was amazing. Uh, dipping dipping plain chips in it. Yes. Uh, fry sauce. Fry sauce. mm Hmm. That's where it started as fry sauces. I was like, oh, I'll do this with ketchup. Oh, that's pretty good. I'll do this with Dukes. Whoa. I think uh, fry sauce is definitely a gateway to just put in whatever the fry sauce is on everything else. That happens to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so it's amazing. I uh, go to Jang. I think we have the brand is mother-in-laws. I'm going to put it on my grocery list. All right. Here, I'll do it uh, right Ross. Now, but- you also have a food quick hit. I do have a food quick hit. Uh, Cheez It chips, you know Cheez Its, right? Cheez Its. Yeah, I know Cheez Its. Have you ever been to the Cheez It section of a grocery store? No, I haven't been to a grocery store in a very long time. <laughs> Inside a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, they don't. That doesn't actually exist anymore. You're right. Um, <laughs> time was, time was, time of yore. There were like, there's just an enormous amount of Cheez Its. Like there, there's an unnecessary large amount of different types of Cheez-Its. And I okay. love Cheez-Its. I think they're amazing. Cheez-Its are great. Uh, they came out with chips. The Cheez-It people, the, the, the big brains at Cheez-It, came out <laughs> with these chips. They're called Snap, Snap D, Snapped, Snapped. S-N-A-P snapped. A- apostrophe D, Snapped. Snapped. And they are so freaking good. Uh, they gotta be horrible for you but like, 
it is, I think in a lot of ways, this is not me disparaging chips, but it is in a lot of ways better than both chip and cheese it. Whoa. The baby of the two. <laughs> yeah, the, the apprentice has become the master in when it comes wow. to snacks. So I don't know, like in the you can tell this is like a ripoff food because you know how like the bag is small and not filled to the top. Yeah, it, it, like, this is this is uh, packaged by weight, not volume. Yes, contents and may so settle. Like, like I'm aware, like Cheez Its. Part of the great thing about Cheez Its is there's six million Cheez Its in every box of Cheez It. That's like what's yeah. great. Like like you can you you just it's like an unending supply in one of those boxes. This is the opposite, and I feel like they're punishing me intentionally because they're so good and they know that I'm just going to buy another bag when they Uh, run out. And this time I was like, I'm not going to fall for your bag gimmicks. I'm going to go back to a box of Cheez-Its and I did. And I'm, I made the wrong choice. I just got to buy the expensive bag of snap D I think you do it. I'm, I'm intrigued now. I got to give those a try. Did you see that the product? I don't know if it was real or not, but it was the, the box that was one half of the box was boxed wine and the other half was boxed Cheez-Its. This sounds amazing. What's wrong with that? It sounds great. Oh, I don't know if it actually existed or it was just a thing I saw on the internet. But That's that, a free I'll, idea I'll for someone link. right there. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks, Ross. Yeah, ma'am. That was it. We did it. We did it. How do we end the show, Ross? Uh, Sam, you, I mean, in the, in the before times, you could send us a postcard, but we're not going to go to the post office. I'll tell no. you that. Um, so you could send us an email, uh, which is salmonrosslikethings at gmail.com. Please do. Please do. Uh, you can you can go to our, you can find the show notes, Sam. Where can you find the show notes for this episode? Uh, salmonrosslikethings.com right at the top. Right at the top. Uh, our music is by Matt Fisher, who's Thanks, an Matt. amazing dude. Thank you. And our show art is by, I was going to let you My daughter, Amy Davies. Yeah. We should... Thanks, um, we should, uh, I like, Sam, this is a little bit of a small tangent, if you'll allow me. I would. I, I, like, I will allow it. You'll allow it. I like the participatory nature of Emmy and Matt's contributions to the show. And I think I, I think I would encourage more of it, but I don't know, I don't know how to do that. But um, I think it's neat. I like, I like the art by Emmy and I like the music by Matt. So thank you to them both. And maybe we can explore about how to get more people involved. Yeah, if if you have an idea for an interesting thing to add to our show, send us an email at salmonrosslikethings at gmail.com. Don't send us a postcard at wherever we used to send postcards. Yeah, not until the after times. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ross. Uh, Thanks, Sam. I think that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.